All right, welcome back inside our proactive newsroom. And joining me now is Jay Cheatham. He is the CEO of Pantheon Resources. And Jay, welcome back. Good to see you. Good to see you again, Steve. And also joining us is your technical director, Bob Rosenthal. And Bob, always great to see you as well. Good to see you too. So uh, an interesting update out from the company, uh, Jay, talking about uh, getting Alcade number two back into production. And uh, it's not exactly what you were hoping to see. And uh, maybe you could sort of take us through the process and, and explain to us what's going on. Okay, Steve. Well, we came out with this operational update today and, and we stated that we were getting an IP30 rate. And I'll explain a little more about that of uh, 505, just a little over 500 barrels of, of Alaskan North Slope crude, crude oil condensate, NGLs, um, from the Alcade number two well after our latest cleanout. Now we had hoped that our latest cleanout, and I know we talked to you sometime in the past, we'd hoped our latest cleanout would, would give us a little more of a boost, um, but we, we didn't get the boost we, we were hoping for, but what we are seeing is along with this crude and condensate is we're getting an awful lot of natural gas and that's what's what's helping us um, with some of the NGLs. And so we have great deliverability in, in the reservoir and Bob will talk a little more about that uh, afterwards. So we, we gave guidance in the past that we'd have an IP, basically an IP one of 750 barrels a day and then it would decline some. And what we've got now is an IP30, which for us is kind of uh, an average over 30 days. We we haven't, since we've brought this well on three times uh, over the past several months, we don't have 30 days consecutive to actually give an IP30, but we, we have calculated an average of, of over 30 days. So Steve, the, the market was expecting really an, an uplift after this latest clean out. And we, we really didn't deliver that uplift that the market was expecting. And so there was some disappointment. However, you know, we have 153,000 acres and this is less than 4% of, of our resource base there. So there's still a lot to play for. We've, we've de-risked the entire play and you know we're not as disappointed as basically the market was with with this uh, with this outcome. Yeah, Bob, maybe you can take it from here and and just sort of explain to us on the technical side uh, what it is you're seeing. Well, we're seeing, as Jay say, we're seeing a rate of about 500 barrels a day of of, of oil and condensate, which in normal circumstances would be considered a you know pretty a uh, pretty good result uh we we did give the guidance of 750 but this was our our first you know this was our first horizontal well and our first test of the reservoir one of the things we've seen is uh we we're, we're seeing more gas than what we expected and the overall most likely probability for that is uh, twofold one is we've intersected uh, a small gas cap and secondly, um, the gas is coming out of solution from the formation, and we're, we're, we're seeing gas from that. So we're seeing a combination uh, from, from both of those. Having, have, and since we have so much gas, it, it kind, of, you know, kind of impedes the, you know, the amount of oil you're going to be producing. So what, the, the one thing we're going to be doing in the future is looking where, you know, where can we drill the well 
and position the well such that we you know, don't produce the, the same amount of gas. And that could just be simple as, because we have such a thick section, simply just, just drill the well slightly deeper. So yeah, I mean, this is a learning process. It's our first well. We are producing, you know, we, you know, over 500 barrels a day of, like Jay said, that's an ANS crude in Alaska. They don't differentiate between the condensate and the oil. And, and uh, we, we feel we can do better in the future. I mean, it's not a, it's not a big leap to say that, you know, when you've drilled you, with these horizontal wells, they improve with time as you, as you go through the learning process. Yeah, Steve, and I'd just like to make one other point. And this reservoir is performing much better than expected. We've been, we, we've been on uh, production now for almost 60 days, and this well has been flowing for, for that whole period of time. We expected that we would need lift to do to to collect this data and it has been flowing and the amount of hydrocarbons we're producing 500 barrels a day of you know oil and and condensate and 2.5 million cubic feet a day of gas this is is performing really really well and it's the deliverability of the reservoirs that was the big question prior to this to this test. And I think we've answered the question that these, these reservoirs can really deliver. So Jay, is that the next step now to sort of, uh, to start looking at, a, at another, another well and make those changes as Bob suggested? Well, Steve, in the short term, there, there are several things we can do. And as you can imagine, we've had a lot of conversations with, with shareholders today on the back, on the back of, of this result. And the shareholders are saying, okay, when, when are you going to be able to bring in a farm-in partner? And, and Bob is, is working diligently with, uh, with our partner, uh, SLB, formerly known as Schlumberger, to get a data room open. But there, there are a couple of things that we can do that are less costly than drilling a, a new well, Steve. We have two vertical well bores uh, uh, in the Alcade anomaly. The the uh, the the Alcade number one that we tested uh, in 2019, and the Alcade number two, the vertical prior to when we went horizontal, have both penetrated the shelf margin take, which is above the Alcade anomaly, uh, and we could we could re-enter both of those either one or both of those well bores, and test the shelf margin take, which is. Uh, a reservoir that has between five to six times the amount of of uh, potential resource than the the uh, than the alcade. So those those we can do for plus or minus five million dollars. We will look at that, uh, and you know Bob real soon will have the the data room open, and we'll be looking hopefully bring in a partner uh, farm out farm and e. Yeah. So just can I add to that? It, it, these, these are relatively cheap options to really move the needle on, on, you know, kind of, you know, the next step. We have not been able to test the shelf margin they'll take in the past. And the, the ability to re-enter these boreholes is, you know, is extremely cheap option to go, go out and prove up a lot of hydrocarbons. Superimposed on that is the fact that this shelf margin they'll take sits right on top 
of the alkyde um, mm. anomaly. And so, you know, proving that up and and being able to discuss, you know, the economics of developing that and alkyde together massively changes the economics on, on the alkyde well. And I'd just like to add one other point to that is, you know, people who are not sort of knowledgeable in the in the business are saying, you know, kind of ask, well, you, you, you've told us in the past the shelf margin deltaic is, is, you know, really good and it's better than the, you know, alkyde. You know, why don't you test that first? And the, the answer is you got to test the stuff deeper first you know the and and move up the borehole that's in terms of using the same borehole but the other mm -hmm. thing is, is we had a really good test at alkade one and we were following that out up with alkade two and then it was alkade two where we saw we had a really nice a, a good section of the shelf margin deltaic and it was you know oil bearing so you know, kind of in the back of our minds was the plan of maybe moving up the borehole and using that borehole to test out the shelf margin deltaic. No, super point, Bob. Yeah, great point. All right, gentlemen, we'll leave it there. I know there's lots of work to come and I hope to get you back for an update on when you make decisions on which way you're going to be heading forward. But uh, Jay, I appreciate you coming on and Bob, you as well to sort of uh, talk through um, what has been a, a, a bit of a, a a fact-finding mission for a lot of shareholders and everyone else. So, gentlemen, thank you so much. Thanks, Dave. Thank you. For us. All right. There's, uh, yes, Bob Rosenthal, the technical director, and Jay Cheatham, the CEO of Pantheon Resources.